What goes on on the inside goes on on the outside. Dude. On the inside. Oh what my. goes on the outside? <laughs> Dude. I was just listening to that. <laughs> that is so cool, man. That is so cool. Oh my god. Like I said, there's there's a uh, uh, value in the replay. The replay value is, is high on your podcast. <laughs> wow, dude, I love that. I'm definitely going to quote you on that when I make Inspirato Projecto posters. <laughs> I think I'll make a series of posters. Collect them all. Just have we'll a t-shirt, have... a black t-shirt with white letters that just says, I have replay value. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and, then, and then on the back, it'll say, Oh, like the little dash, and it'll say John Garside. You know, it'll be like this poetic thing. Yeah, 2018. <laughs> oh my God, that's brilliant. All right, so cool. So, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, um, okay, so we just did a, a really fun anchor shoe, really big shoe with with uh, John Garside <laughs> from Forgotten Tales. Um, you guys have heard me play his his crazy um, his crazy <laughs> additions on the podcast. How uh, many times I've had his children oh, saying awesome stuff. I love that he's like. It's and um so he's the guy for those of you who've heard me talking about him he's the guy who does all the local history and uh he's you know he's definitely the indiana jones mixed with the sherlock holmes mixed with He's like the Weird Al Sherlock Holmes Indiana Jones of, 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 de, of detective. A, you just painted a very, very outrageous outfit. My, yeah, my dude. <laughs> That's right. That's right. With the words written on the back, dare to be stupid. You know, you're yes, daring to be yes. stupid, so to speak, by yes. searching through this information. And you find gold every time. Like that one, everybody, please go to his podcast and check out. He, he, you hear this really interesting um, – his you you hear the ingredients of what he goes through while making this now this is something that's very rare you know we'll hear about someone making a documentary or something but we really don't know all the elements that went up to it. we don't know the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes so to speak and so he takes you with us as we go through your brain and we and we get to hear you figure out where you're going to go next it's, it's like tough. a tough adventure you know what's tough is that there, it comes in waves too because i'm still research my current research project is uh founders park in the city of whittier and Founders Park is a well. It's a park, but it's it's it used to be a graveyard. Dun, and dun, the thing dun. about it is, is that the tombstones are all gone, but the bodies are still there. And um, uh, the thing about research is this: sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're cold. And, and right now, I'm. It's not that I'm cold; it's that I'm busy with work stuff. I got to get other stuff done too, and so. But when the opportunity happens, I, I, I'm out there researching. So uh, it makes it kind of tough to do a podcast. Not tough. Um, maybe not tough for me, but maybe for my listeners, only because as I make the podcast, it's, it's as I get information. And I don't get information every day. Um, well, not on this one anyway, but but anyway, so yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that, but you get the idea. Is that well, it? it's great because people get to actually go on that journey with you. And every one of your, yeah. and every one, um, the Forgotten Tales documentaries, there's always something on there saying, 
um, <clears throat> go on an adventure, go into your local library, basically. Yeah. Like, do you want to yeah. get to the root of something? Go into your library. It's like a freaking, it's a jungle. It's like the matrix. It's like, I mean, everything you need is right there. And it's true. If you want to get into some deep trouble, go into your library and start researching, man. You won't come out because you'll get so hooked. You'll get so hooked. Uh, that's what's happened with me. Because once you research one thing, while you're searching for that answer you're looking for, you find questions uh, for other things that are completely unrelated. For instance, I have a documentary on YouTube that's about a plane crash that happened in the Puente Hills. Well, while I was researching that, I stumbled across a newspaper article about something called the Electrodome. And it caught my eye because, as you know, Kurt, I love science fiction. Oh, yeah. The Elect- Electrodome just sounds like it's right out of a 1950s serial. Oh, yeah. And uh, I-, I had to pause and look at that and read about it and go, what the hell is this? And I saved all that information and put it in a file on my computer and was like, well, I'll get back to that later. And, of course, you can watch that documentary on, on YouTube as well. Man, it's so great because... I think the fact it's one of the, the, the big the thing that I, I love um, highlighting the, the main subject of this podcast of Inspirato Projecto is <clears throat> the process of the creativity, like showing the nuts and bolts, yeah. showing all the mishaps, the the, the holes in the socks, <laughs> the uh, the the um, <laughs> the tear in the kneecap, you know, showing yeah. all that little stuff and letting people see the duct tape, letting people. Yeah. Um, go, oh, okay, and be be along and see, oh, you know what? Creating something really is not an intimidating thing. It doesn't have to be an intimidating thing. I can define it as something that's that's an exciting adventure to solve, an exciting mystery to, you know, you know, know oh, here's a clue, there's a clue, here's a clue, there's a clue. And, dude, that those eureka moments, those epiphanies, I mean, dude, you found a piece of the plane. How cool is that? Yeah, that's true. I did. I went out onto the hillside where the uh... – the plane crash and you know i have all these photographs of the plane crash and it it doesn't look like it's on a steep grade but when you get out there and you start walking around holy cow it's like it's a steep grade i don't know what the angle would be but it's it's substantial um as for as for the process of of um as for the creative process i would say that yeah if you look at the project you're about to jump into as an entire thing and the big picture, the whole thing, the, the lot of, it could be overwhelming from, okay, well, today I'm going to do this and this and this, and it's all going to compile together to make one final product in the end. It's not so overwhelming. You know, you just take one bite at a time. And, um, and that's yeah. what also makes it fun because you don't, especially on one of these projects on a, a documentary like this, don't know where it's going to be. you think you do you think you know where it's going you, think <laughs> you know. but i'll tell you every time i do one of these it ends up being different or i learn oh something completely different about the situation i go oh that changes everything that changes that changes everything like for the well i might give some spoilers away here but whatever it's um you know, the Electrodome was a weather control device on top of the Puente made out of an oil derrick in 1933. Now, I thought, okay, I'm going to find all the information. I'm going to discover he turned it on. I'm going to find out what his results were from his science experiment. Boom. Done. Right? No. 
he died for he was supposed to turn it on in 1933 but the newspapers cover it and say yeah he's going to turn it on again check it out he's going to turn this thing on and then they didn't follow up on it none of the newspapers followed up on it so i have no answer no definitive answer in the documentary whether or not he turned it on or not oh my gosh but i did find a news article in 1934, the next year that he was killed by a drunk driver while he was changing a flat tire on the road. Oh, boy. And See? so I, I put it out there. I put the documentary out there as best I could. And I said, you know, in the documentary, I said, you know, I don't know for sure if he turned it on or not. But after researching him and, and figuring out who this guy is, his name was William Haight. I can't imagine he didn't turn it on. Right. Now, now that said... A year goes by after I put that documentary out there, and the great granddaughter of William Haight contacts me, and she has a photograph. Dome turned on, dude. So dude. Sometimes, sometimes you get your answer by putting out your information. Oh so if you're you know, making a documentary like, oh this. my yeah. god, oh my yep. god, it's interesting. Without realizing it, the the second phase of it, so to speak, is casting out a net. So now that you've uncovered the information, yeah. now that there's all those little baits out there that you don't even realize that someone can nibble on and go, hey, this is familiar to me. Oh, and guess what? Here's my treasure trove of information that I have about that very thing that I would never have been reminded of had I not seen that documentary. I mean, dude, I, that's so astounding to me. The fact you came across this woman and already what's popping in my brain is, wow, we do a follow-up to the Electrodome. You do a follow-up to it, and you got her on camera talking about it. Dude, who could imagine how far that could lead? Because then could you imagine if you can actually come across anyone who was a witness of it? I mean, would any of those people be alive? Oh, oh. oh, geez. Wait, hold on. Let me hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Evening. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And we're um, back. <laughs> and guess what? What else here? I, 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 I was so rude. I didn't uh, give you a proper uh, welcoming. So. Well, that's because I started singing to you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jonathan Garside. Mayor, mayor of Forgotten Tales. He's here today as our guest doing amazing things about history and life as you know it. Hold and on, let our, me... Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt oh. your glorious and, introduction of myself. And now, here he yes. is, the one, the only, the mayor of Forgotten Tales. <laughs> Jonathan Garside. Well, there he is. There he is. All right, let me let me put on my Forgotten Tales voice. Okay, are you ready? Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Thank you, Kurt, for having me on. Ladies <laughs> <laughs> and gentlemen, we're we're broadcasting from a modulator. Because uh, every time I do a voiceover for one of my <laughs> oh, one dude, of my documentaries, I. I <laughs> I realize I have this voice I put on, like, it's not my voice. It, it is, but it isn't. I'm like, like, and then 
his life spun out of control. Oh, dude. Well, dude, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome because it's very, it's very soothing. It tells the story. It's like very, it's very soothing. It's great. I mean, heck, I, if you were I, to I just tried to over enunciate. I tried to hit oh, all my yeah. T's and Ooh. J's and oh yeah. Because otherwise, I, I think I kind of stumble through my words a little bit when I talk. I think I feel like I do. Are there words, Kurt, that you say that um, don't feel right when you say them, like they always have and always probably will? Yeah, well, I think, what are some of yours? Okay, right off the top of the bat, the very the very first word I can think of that, anytime I say it, I hate it, is the word question. Question. Interesting. Question. But here, here's how I say it. Question. Question. Because it sounds like this to me. Question. Yeah. Question. Question. <laughs> you know what else? Question. You know what else? Yeah. My name, my own name. I don't like how I say it. John. John. It, it almost starts sound, sounding like Chon. 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 My own Chon. name. Oh my yeah. God. I've always felt that way. When oh people go, God. what's your name? I go, God. I go, John. Oh my I always God. I feel like they're going to say Chon. Dude, I love it. John. John. Just such a weird name. J O H N. John. Well, and that's such an interesting like character trait. A character whose biggest pet peeve is saying his own name. <laughs> that's my character. Trait. That's you right there. You're the living proof that, that this character question. exists. <laughs> I hate him, dude. That's amazing. Do you have a word like well, that? Well, I, I I don't particularly enjoy saying my last name, Clendenin. See, because I think really? I grew up um, with having a hard time saying L. L. I still oh. have a tricky time trying to hit the L. Really? So a lot of times um, I'll just glaze over the L. Like right now I have to feel like I enunciated so it okay. exists. Hold on. Start start from fresh and say your last name right now. Clendenin. So you sounded, you sounded perfect. It did? Okay, because I yeah, yeah. always hit the L at the back of my throat rather than like right near the teeth. You know, because like usually... Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. That brings me to one of your episodes of your podcast where you're like, the tip of my teeth, the tip of my teeth, la, 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 la. The tip the, of my yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. That was me trying to get the L properly oh, in its place. Okay, all right. Yeah. It was like aerobics. So, you know, I'm going, <laughs> over a, I'm going over a hill right now. Oh. I hope I don't you again. Hold on. Not, not, that, not that one hill from earlier. I'm going over right, the Puente Hills and I'm dropping into Whittier right well, I'm gonna, now. I'm playing a background uh, soundtrack for you while you go through this. All right. It's on the right. uke. Let's listen to it. I like it. This is traveling music. Oh, yeah. Going over the roads and through the hills. Oh, who's that guy? <laughs> Going over the roads, over the roads. Dropping in the road. I Cruising through the land. Oh, yeah. Cruising through the land he loves. Hello. Hey, dude, you know what I did? I found, okay, so the cool thing was 
both of these little episodes that we did. This is so great, dude. This is so exciting because this is exactly what the Marvel comics would do and DC comics would do and then Marvel and, and, and DC, oh. how, you know, Hulk shows up in Spider-Man uh, comic and then in, in, a, in, a, uh, in a Hulk comic, Spider-Man shows up in it, you know? And it's so, it's so cool because now we, we did the recording with you and where, where you called me and now we got these segments and it's cool because I looked in my files. This is the fun thing. This is the other discovery. When you're when you're putting the episodes together, um, you can uh, let's see, you can go to files, which is basically anything anything that we've recorded to somebody else, and any anything uh, um, like let's say for instance, so there's a plus sign, a green plus sign. Those are voice messages between between uh, people that we've had, just within our own little voice messages. Then the other one, which is like a filing cabinet of any of the the pieces. Oh, yes. Can you hear me okay? Hello? I can hear you. Or I did. Hello? Oh, my gosh.
Man, that was dope, Carl Sagan. Check out my latest update if you watched, or I'm sorry, if you listened to today's episode. Go ahead and refresh. I just added this because it was funky and fresh. Kaleidoscope, Jesus. Kaleidoscope, Jesus. Kaleidoscope, Jesus. Kaleidoscope, Jesus. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Here he comes. Here he comes. He's gonna kill you. Yeah. Kaleidoscope, Jesus. Kaleidoscope, Jesus. Kaleidoscope, Jesus. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look out. Here he comes. Kaleidoscope, Jesus. Kaleidoscope, Jesus. You've been warned. So... That was, uh, you've heard a series of conversations there with John Garside from Forgotten Tales. I love it, man. We're recording history in the making, in the making. Uh, we heard a message there from Mr. Turetsky. Also, also, an extraordinary theme song for Kaleidoscopic Jesus. I've, I was working on the, on the chords... I tuned, I got this tuned up to 432HZ. And so, okay, so kaleidoscope, so it would be like, kaleidoscope, wait, kaleidoscope, Jesus, kaleidoscope, Jesus, kaleidoscope, Jesus, kaleidoscope, Jesus. And then he goes something like, just never ends. Thank you. Are you just being kind? You're just being kind. You're just being kind. That's, no, that's fine. No, it's fine. I will take the accolades. I'll take the accolades. I'll do it. I'll, listen, I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy. I'll take, listen, I'll be that guy. I'll take the accolades. I'll do it. I'll do it. Hello there, true believers. This is Stan Lee, and boy, have I got a new superhero for you.
It's called the Uke machine. And one of the things he says is, Uke can uke it. That's his, that's his, his, spy, his special super phrase, or a hero, his mutant hero f- phrase, true believers. Uke can uke it, and he flies in. Am I, am I saying it correctly? Okay. Now, the other thing we must remember... never believe me if I tell them that I'm that I'm actually talking to a real talking uke. They would never Well, well believe me, Uke, I I I Uke machine, I would love to give you credit. Uh for, I would love to give you credit on this series, but uh you know, how do I explain to the at-home viewers? Uh hey, f- hey Frank, this this microphone isn't still on, is it? Okay. Okay. I will be just one second, I need to have a conference, and then I'll get back to the true believers. So, Uke Machine, I found you in that garage sale. How am I going to tell the at-home viewers that I found you in that garage sale, and then you talk to me, and you tell me all these great ideas? How am I supposed to do that? Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Okay, okay, well, <clears throat> okay, can we... I'll just pick it. Yeah, Frank, I'll just... Want me to take it from the top? Where you... Yeah. Like, where you end it off, and we'll just uh, we'll just edit back there what you had before with what you want to put in there now. That sounds great, Frank. Okay, from from the... And five, and four, and three. Shh, you're going to shake. You're going to shake. You're on. Okay. Well, hello, True Believers. I've got a, a new superhero character out there coming out soon for the Marvel Universe. This will not be made into movies unless I am the executive producer and I also get all the money. <clears throat> but mainly, for, first and foremost, he's called the Uke Machine. He swoops in when there's there's nefarious trouble with the troublemakers. It could be a mugger. It could be a bandit. It even could be something hiding around a corner that you're not expecting. Something in a, uh, let's say, a, a dark cape. And maybe that is a villain. And he has a mask on his face that covers up. Maybe he has a whole bunch of eyeballs. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. Uh, and and maybe there's something scary on his face. And so he wears a mask and a large comedia hood and a cloak. And the cloak looks like it could be made out of feathers. And then if there's trouble in the alley, and then in swoops, Uke, the, the... the uke machine is swooping in. Go ahead, show what you can do. And it swoops in. And it stuns the bad guy character. Who I will call, for, for the lack of a better description right now, he's, we'll call him... The Midnight Featherman. The Midnight Featherman. 
I know you came up with that name, but I just, you know, it was a good idea. I know, I know. I, I would, you will get full benefits. Uh, when the money comes into me, I buy you whatever you want. How about that? Okay. All right. We'll tell the true story sometime later. For now, let's just, the idea's kicking. We gotta go forward with this here. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Frank, can you... Frank, stop the recording. Stop the recording. I'll get back to the true believers, but I need—I have to have another conference. Oh, come on, Stan. It's almost lunchtime over here. But, you know, I'm like... You know, I got a date with some donuts, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. I've had a date with a few donuts in my life, too, and a couple of dishes. And, boy, the gams on those broads. Oh, the gams on those broads. Forget about it. Forget about Oh, yeah, I know just the type, Stan. Right, Stanley, I know just the type. All right, so, Frank, can you just stop the recording? I would like to, to have a private conference here. And then, of course, we will get back to the true believers. Okay, so tell me. I want to give all... You're giving me lots of ideas here, Yuka Machine. Uh, oh, there, well, well, now, time out. Hold on, hold your horses, hold your horses. Hold your, hold your horses, hold. I know, I signed a contract. I, But you did not yet sign the contract. I know it's because you don't have fingers. I know, I know you don't have fingers. Boy, we're getting in the dicey, hey, Frank, we're getting in the dicey territory, uh, territory here. Huh? What would you say, Stan? Uh, are you eating? It's not your lunch break yet. Stan, stop on there. Mm. Mm. I told you I'd have to uh, date with, with some donuts. Okay, I thought you were talking about a woman. I thought you were just using uh, different language uh, to describe. Okay, now, oh, Frank, get back to what you eat now over there. All right, you know, you don't gotta twist my arm. All right, go ahead. What, what do you gotta say? Okay, yeah. Oh, I like that idea. Okay. I like it. Okay. <clears throat> Frank, are you ready? Can we start this back up here? Yeah. <clears throat> mm. Mm. <sighs> okay, okay. Here we go. And four, and three, and two. <clears throat> Why, hello there, true believers. We're coming to you live from Marvel Headquarters here in New York, New York. The New York, New York presented in the Marvel Universe, of course, not the New York, New York that you may live in or read about in newspapers and in National Ge Geographics or even in your Encyclopedia Britannicas. Little kids, boy, are... Boy, are we excited to share this new superhero with you. He is the, the Uke machine, and in times where there might be a character that is in a dark cloak with feathers on him, with a mask on his face, wearing, let's say, boots that can grapple on buildings. I know it, and it was a good idea. I liked it. And it and let's say that that villain arrives by a large blimp, okay? And that blimp happens to be in the shape 
of a crow. I know that was your idea. I liked it. Well, I know you said flamingo. I just didn't want to fully plagiarize you. You know, we had another talk about that earlier, and you said you didn't want me to, you know, plagiarize you. What am I supposed to... Okay, <clears throat> scratch that, true believers. True believers. We're still rolling here, Frank. Uh-huh, yeah. So, let's scratch that. Be on the lookout this Friday for a new comic. And the, and the villain arrives from a blimp that looks like a flying flamingo. And those flamingo legs can grapple cars and throw them into the sky. Maybe even if there's a beach nearby. There's a large body of water right next to Manhattan. Even though this is taking place in the Marvel Universe version of New York City. Doesn't mean we can't borrow a few things that, that's out there in real life too. Right, people? Art reflects life and life reflects art. My name is Autistic, by the way, Stanley, but I spell it with two different names because it looks different, but when you say it, it sounds like Stanley. Okay, okay, back to the topic at hand, true believers. New superhero, the Uke Machine, will swoop in and it plays music to unburden the poor victims of the land of the Marvel Universe... New York land, and he's so, and he's so, whoops in, and he's got arms and legs, and he plays a pretty song, and it echoes through the alleyways, and out there through the, into the streets, and people hear this, and they go, what, that might be the uke machine, and before you know it, it's something really special, now remember, Get your t-shirts while, while it's hot. Uke can uke it. That is his catchphrase. Oh yes, that's right. And pl believe me, there will be plenty of villains that are in the shapes of other instruments. For instance, you might see the oboe rowboat. It's an oboe rowboat. But it's also a robot. It's like a transformer. It transforms from a regular oboe into a boat robot. And it can float. Believe me, true believers, it can float real good. Now, let me put it this way. It would give the aircraft carrier in G.I. Joe cartoons a run for its money. Oh, yes, and of course, the Fantastic Four, another one of my original creations with the Marvel Universe comic book series. Okay, I won't give away too much. You should read the comic books yourself and figure it out. It's like a real-life detective story in... It's not black and white anymore. In... Digital, pixel, computer-created artwork. So keep your ears and your eyes and your nose and your fingers and your other senses on your body open. Get them open and ready 
for the Yuke Machine coming this Friday. I know, I just have to hire a couple of writers and artists and we'll get this thing out there. We'll get it printed. Don't worry about it. This inspiration is too good to pass up. I'm not going to sit on a month to get what could be done, what could be done in three days. If I find a couple, drum up a couple of buddies, you know, out there in their garages on their writing tablets. Those guys, they draw what they draw. They do it, they do it where I can find those guys. We can make a comic book in three days. Lickety split. I got the resources. Okay, of course. And, and, true believers, is the microphone still on, Frank? Yeah, yeah, Stan. Come on, man. You know, it's like, I, it's getting late here. Okay. What are you eating over there, jujubes? And, so get your t-shirts, get them while they're hot. Uke can uke it. It's a, it's a motivational sort of ukulele-human hybrid made deep in a laboratory down below the New York City sewers in a secret laboratory... Put on by the Osborne Institute. You didn't see that one coming. Ooh, that's some beautiful music there. So the Yuka machine swoops in, and what happens next is mesmerizing. It starts playing a soundtrack for its very embattlement. And before you know it, there's a large battle in the sewers. And maybe even sometimes in the alleys. Is Spider-Man in this book? Well, one can only hope. After all, that's another one of my creations. I made Spider-Man, and I made also a lot of other superheroes, which you now see in movies and in... Well, let's just put a... Let's just be frank about it. Do you need me for something? No, let's just be, let's just be very honest about it here. Uh, action figures. They got action figures. And the uke will make a wonderful action figure. What happens when all those instruments... See, the uke wants to bring harmony. This is an extra part of it. I know, I know. It was a good part. I wanted to add it. You said it earlier, and I thought it'd be good. <clears throat> what happens is... The uke machine just wants to find harmony. So what happens is it starts to play along, and before you know it, the oboe, what does the oboe do? It starts to play along, and it makes this wonderful song, wonderful song, and then everyone is mesmerized, and every comic book ending has a happy ending. Sorry, I hope I didn't bring up any spoilers. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm sorry. You thought that was a spoiler. No, that, it doesn't have to be. We can always have a twist ending, okay? Yeah, twist ending. We can have a twist ending. Oh, yeah, no, you don't. Whisper it. Yeah, whisper it to me. Whisper it to me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay, true believers. Oh, oh, oh. Is this something you don't want me to share? Okay, okay. Okay, okay. We have a secret. Uh, uh, there's a secret uh, twist ending that I just invented. That we, my partner and I, have just invented. I think you're going to be crazy about it. Keep your ears wide open. And keep those spidey senses tingling. And as the uke machine would say, uke can't do it. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Keep your ears peeled.